0: Shoot Your Shot Sports presents If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello, and welcome back to If It Has a Score. It is November twenty third. We're almost done with November. Uh, coming up on the uh, holiday weekend here. Um, this is Wes. This is Devin. And yeah. Welcome back, <laughs> folks.
1: How you like that weather?
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> weather. <laughs> I see the frost now. There's no leaves in that tree. Nope. Um <laughs> you know, we're just we're just gonna tell you about this tree every week now. That's our new <laughs> our new opening bin because we don't know how to open a pot. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> so bear with us. Um all right, so we're moving right along to news to start us off today. Would you like to go first?
1: Yeah, my news is weather-related. So oh, perfect. I know the fans enjoy that kind of content, so went out of my way to seek something like this. So the NFL relocated the Buffalo Bills home game that's being played later today. Um, they did this because of a massive snowstorm that hit the area. The original forecast called for three to six feet of snow in parts of western New York. The snowfall has since topped six feet, but at the time, the league and team announced, due to public safety concerns and out of the abundance of caution in light of the ongoing weather emergency in western New York, Sunday's Bills game against the Cleveland Browns will be played at Ford Field in Detroit. So an interesting and unordinary event that's taking place for this outdoor sport and for this area. And another interesting thing about this is that the Bills will now be playing at Ford Field two weeks in a row. Oh, so the, that
0: gives them a little bit of an advantage, right?
1: Yeah, we don't know if they're gonna be staying out there. I think for them it's a four hour drive um, or probably a, so, obviously a shorter flight.
0: Right, right. Did they? So they were gonna play in New York, Yes. And now they're playing in Michigan. Yes. Were they already flown out to New York and now they got to head back to Michigan or what? So
1: we're recording this on Sunday. They actually flew out Saturday night. Um, transportation, like flights and stuff, was shut down um, for a while there. But as soon as they could do transportation, they did. So some were questioning why they didn't do it earlier in the week Um But being able to wait it out, they were eventually able to get there. But it was looking like maybe for a second they would have had to delay the game even further if they wouldn't have been able to fly out. But, yeah, this was unplanned, but this was the um, solution they came up with because the forward field has a dome, so don't have to worry about outdoor elements. Right, that's good. And then next week the Lions will be hosting the Bills on
0: Thanksgiving. So that is why they're playing there two weeks in a row. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So they'll be there. This will be the first game there. Yep. And then they're getting a second game. And then they only play three, right? Three. Sorry. Three games. Beside the next one or what?
1: Oh, so this would have been a home game for them. Usually, the thing is, is you wouldn't play two games in one stadium away in the same stadium. Yeah. Like, you may be away two weeks in a row, or you may be home two weeks in a row, but playing at a stadium that's not yours two weeks in a row, I don't think has ever happened because you're usually playing a different team week after week. And then if you are home, then that's your home stadium. So being oh, okay. away gotcha, gotcha. and playing both um, away at the same stadium is something uncommon.
0: Right. Okay, but they're not playing the same team, though, right? Yes, that's. It moves on to the next one. Okay, yeah, that's so. They're, I was confused.
1: Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Baseball is where they do uh, yeah. like three <laughs> games in a row of right, playing right. the they same play, team. Okay. Um. Now I'm back on track. Yeah. I'm on the right sport now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're playing uh, the Browns today as we're recording this, and then Thanksgiving they will be playing the Lions, both in the same stadium.
0: All right, all right.
1: Uh, Another thing, there's also weather involved in this, so. Again, really went out of my way here for you just folks. Tie it in, yeah. <laughs> um, so FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 uh, started, as we're recording this, started on Sunday. Um, so I don't mean to sound ethnocentric, um, but I just would like to state uh, just some differences in the culture in Qatar and then maybe some sports culture that some of our fans are used to. Um, so for example... Even though consumption of alcohol is normal at FIFA and World Cup events as far as and other sports events, um, it's generally illegal in Qatar. So its consumption is only legal in certain parts of the stadium and certain events under the circumstances of the World Cup being there. Okay. So kind of making an exception, uh, those two had to meet in the middle somewhere. Um, right, because that's where they get a lot of their, their
0: income from. Is, oh, absolutely. Is alcohol sale.
1: Absolutely. And then another common occurrence for fans is, and in sports, is uh, talking trash to one another. Um, (laughs) So, But in Qatar, fans yelling at one another, singing songs to mock one another, or arguing with one another could cause problems or even lead to arrest. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, depending upon how far it gets, that could also lead to arrest here, but it's very common to see... You and other fans getting into it a little yeah, bit, really getting into it, yeah. <laughs> and then those kind of two uh, go in with one another. Maybe if someone's assumed a little bit too much alcohol, maybe they're saying <laughs> too but many if there's less uh,
0: alcohol. Then you know, maybe there won't be as much fighting.
1: Again, yeah, that's that's um, they're put together so um not always but like yeah together they can be a problem or like you said if there's less of it then there may be less problems i agree there
0: it'll be an interesting i don't know setup
1: yeah and then uh two other things for uh fans who are traveling uh that they should know if they don't know already is that homosexuality is criminalized in qatar as lgbtq people in qatar are subjected to conversion therapy harassment by authorities and imprisonment and fans will have to abide to a dress code that will require both men and women to cover shoulders chest stomachs and knees and tight leggings must be covered by a long shirt so okay. typically you might see fans take off their shirts paint the letters of yeah. the team on their chest that is not going to be or something. wearing shorts yeah, wearing like if shorts. too
0: short, then you, you can't see your it's, yeah. yeah.
1: It's already moved from the summer to it being placed in the winter, but it's still going to be a warmer climate. So it would be something that, yeah, it would probably more comfortable to maybe wear shorts and a tank top and things like that. Um, shirtless if you want to paint the, some letters on your chest or something. Right. But that is just something that they couldn't be in the middle there. Um, just... They have their laws, right? And they have their beliefs. Yeah,
0: if you're gonna host it in uh, a certain country, you gotta abide by those those restrictions, those laws. Yep. Have so to be respectful. Yep. Has this has this affected any of the players? Because, like, especially with the the homosexuality thing, like, I feel like I don't know. Like, there's bound to be some um, members of the LGBTQ community that play soccer, right? Are there any players that aren't allowed to go and play now? Or
1: I haven't done that um, far of a dive into this or research. Uh, my assumption would be, it sounds bad, but just like be careful with PDA and your um, public affection with it. Um, that would be my best guess as of right now, is if you're openly doing something, uh, just be careful. Um, oh, yeah. That's really all the information I have right now unfortunately. Um, But then one thing to take into consideration is all of the country, like so many different countries are playing in this. There's also so many different beliefs. Again, unfortunately I don't know that much about soccer or football um, and even the world cup in general. But my assumption would be when you have all these different countries and cultures coming together that you kind of reach this universal, like understanding of other cultures and um, other people's beliefs in other countries that's just right. my blanket statement yeah it's kind of yes
0: these yeah these kind of cross international uh, sports mm-hmm. like it's difficult because you'll you're in the stadium with a lot of people that you're not familiar with their customs or their culture so mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, barriers there um, and like one, gesture that is normal for like your culture could possibly set off another culture you never know so you just have to be mindful um and keep an open mind when you're when you're going to events like this
1: absolutely and i don't want this to seem like there's a negative connotation on it obviously the world cup is something that people look forward to for a long time and While we're explaining differences in some cultures, that's also an opportunity to learn things that you appreciate and are fond of in other cultures that you did not know of beforehand. So there's obviously opportunities for lots of positives in this event as well.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll just have to see how it unfolds and see what what happens, uh, how the game goes.
1: Absolutely. And then last bit of news, quickly, uh, fifth-ranked Tennessee lost to unranked South Carolina 63 to 38 so more college football news and college football upsets we were talking about some last week so in that game Tennessee's starting quarterback Hendon Hooker suffered a non-contact injury and was forced to exit the contest so that attributed to the game a little bit but it was also out of hand anyway Um, what's unfortunate about this is they've slid from first now to fifth they're continuing to slide, and the college football playoffs is not that many teams right now. People right. wanted to expand, um, but they have pretty much hurt their chances of uh, being in that window. Mm. So um, what was looking like a team on the upswing, and we were talking about them on this show for a couple different weeks, um, has now kind of been descending um, in their progress, but... I guess uh, that's good for the other team and right. maybe some other teams <laughs> sneaking into the playoffs, um, but just unfortunate for Tennessee, which has kind of been a good storyline thus far yeah, for college yeah. football.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the thing with sports. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, and it, it can change week to week, day to day. So yep, it's got to be prepared for anything
1: absolutely said it like a true yeah <laughs> true sports fan and analyst yeah that's you're learning me. i'm a
0: sports fan analyst <laughs> <laughs> all right so
1: that's it for me uh what do you got for us
0: all right moving along to movie uh tv news uh first bit of news brendan frazier has announced that he will boycott the golden globes even oh. if he's nominated next year Okay. Uh, this comes from allegations from him that he was sexually assaulted by the former president of um, the association, and he never received any sort of apology at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they haven't addressed it or anything. So he's just like, well, then I'm not going to go. Even if I'm nominated, I'm not going to support this, this group. Um, and I guess we're going to see – If any other actors come out, uh, standing in consolidation with that, uh, if viewers do like how that's going to affect the viewership. Um, but yeah, he's, he's just saying he won't go. He he most recently was in the movie, the whale, um, which is receiving like a lot of good critical reviews. This is like his return to film after a long break, a long, long break, um, So people are very excited for this film to come out because Brendan Fraser's been gone for so long and he's one of those faces in Hollywood that's just like, there's not really any negatives surrounding him. Like, he's not a bad guy. You haven't heard any bad stories about him. Like, he just seems to be a genuinely nice guy. Uh, So for him to come out and uh, make a statement like this is a big deal. Definitely, yeah.
1: Has anything like this, that's always my question, I feel like, has anything like this happened before? Um, somebody of this stature, um, publicly stating that they are going to boycott one of these definitely. Oh yeah, these awards. I mean, it's it's
0: happened for every award show. Uh There's a lot of like um, instances. One of the most famous ones was um, oh man, it was the Oscars. Uh, years, years, years ago. Uh, kind of. Similar to what we were talking about last week, we we talked about John Wayne, um, hmm. had, and he was at this Oscars celebration. Um, there was, I believe, it was Marlon Brando. Um, let me look this up real quick. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I don't watch yeah, the show. It so. was it was Marlon Brando. He declined a um an Oscar. He declined to go to the the ceremony um, because he was protesting Hollywood's portrayal of Native Americans in film, and so he sent uh, an actress, and activist, uh, Little Feather, to go attend the ceremony and to decline the award on his behalf. Really, um, and he won the award, and she had to go up and d- decline it and. <laughs> john wayne who was off in the wings everyone says that he was like livid he was so mad about it um so uh, it it happens that actors want to make a statement they want to have their sort of uh say in things and and that's not to say anything negative about it everyone has their their own opinions and their their own agenda Mm. of, of things that they want to support or not support um And something as big as an award show with that much viewership, it's one of the places that it tends to happen because you have all these viewers, you have all these, not necessarily like-minded, but, Mm. um, the whole industry watching you, Yes, you know, that's, that's your place to make a statement. So you'll see it a lot in their acceptance speeches too, where they like make a statement about like what needs to happen. It'll be, um, Politically driven or uh, socially driven. Um, and then you'll see a bunch of news sources post about it. A bunch of people angry about it on Facebook the next day. That How dare they have an opinion and share it after they win an award. They're ungrateful, blah, blah, blah. I've seen clips so of that, it, yeah. It 100% happens a lot. Um, That's one place shows.
1: to cast a wide net for sure. You know that you're yep. going to get the views. And then like you said, you, uh, if you do a speech, uh, you know you're going to get the clicks. That's also... Like if you see a blog about that, like oh, this person uh, chose not to attend an event, here's why. you know, click it gets people right. clicking and stuff. Uh, I mean, so they're reading about it, they're finding out about it um through so many different channels. so they're mm-hmm. getting the feedback that they want from not attending an event and then also not accepting in a right. award to me that's like wow, you <laughs> any dedication,
0: any place that has eyes on you. I mean, look at Colin Kaepernick. Like, yes. He he made his stand at a at a game and then it was televised and everything and it definitely made its mark. So it's funny I it wanted to bring everywhere. that
1: up too. Not funny, but um, just a coincidence <laughs> yeah. that I was also thinking the same thing because yes, a uh, lot of viewership uh, those NFL games get uh, more so than all the other uh, sports in the U.S. Uh, as right. a matter of fact, so doing something like that. Really put his agenda front and center. I would say almost like still today. Yeah, <laughs> people for sure. talk about that. Um, so yeah,
0: it it got people going in one way or another. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, next bit of news: uh, we got some images for Indiana Jones Five, which is coming okay. up. Uh, we're gonna see Indy battling ex Nazis once again in the late. 60s, so that's going to be fun around the space race time. Um, him fighting Nazis, so we're going to see a lot, maybe a couple more sci fi things.
1: I expected Um, stuff to be from the past. Are the older movies further in the past? Are they more current?
0: Yeah, they were. Um, number four, they had like a 20 year gap there because it like Harrison Ford got older, so they had to have an explanation for why he looked older, right? So they they kind of jumped ahead in time period. And I want to say that one took place in, like, the 40s. Okay. And now they're jumping, like, uh-huh. another 20 or so years uh, to the 60s. That's quite so, a jump, yeah. That's yeah, great. I mean, when you have these breaks between the movies like that, you kind of have to because when yeah. the actor ages. And it's all about, like, the age of the actor, what they look like, what you can do with your practical effects, and also what what you can do with the story you want to tell. So it does happen quite a bit. Yeah, we'll be getting into that a little later, folks. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, and another bit of news, the Academy, who does the Oscars, uh, they had their Governor's Awards, which is like their Board of Governors for the Academy. They award certain actors every year for special accomplishments of those actors. We saw Michael J. Fox, Diane Warren, Peter Weir, and uh, Usain Palsy. Um, so that, that's just like awards for like humanity humanitarian efforts and everything so like michael j fox got an award for his um uh work with parkinson's and like spreading awareness and raising money for research and everything mm-hmm. so uh so yeah it's just a, a good way to honor actors outside of their um contribution to a film you know yeah. their contribution to the world as a whole which is nice i uh to
1: relate this to sports have been noticing. Um, just because I've been paying more attention to it, I think they've always done it, but the NFL hands out a Community Player of the Week award, so just a player that is doing some sort of contribution in their community, whether it be uh, donating time, donating money, uh, something that they're doing for a community for the uh, state or for the town that they play for, the city that they play for. Right. Um, So, yeah, it's nice to... Um, recognize people for things that they're doing, not within sports, not within movies or TVs, to help other people
0: out. It's a mm-hmm. good
1: thing to recognize.
0: Yeah, and the last bit of news, uh, and this is more recent news, uh, Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor in the Marvel movies and has done a bunch of other roles too. Uh, he's announced that he's gonna take a little bit of a break from acting, um, which, you know, someone in the limelight like that, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, because the fourth Thor movie just came out and he's still got like more movies slated I'm pretty sure oh, wow. um so yeah he he announced he's he's only 39 yeah uh, but he, he wants to take a break from acting he was um I I want to say he was working with Disney on this documentary series called limitless uh, and there's all sorts of topics each episode but one that really hit him hard was they did the final episode, or no, one of the episodes was on like facing your own mortality and like death, and okay. he it really got him thinking. He's like, "I'm not ready to, I to could go imagine. yet. Like, yeah, I yeah. I want to spend more time with my family and stuff." So he's taking a break so he can do that. He also like has discovered that he's eight to ten times more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease. Okay. So he wants to start sooner rather than later, just in case he does end up developing that. Um, so yeah, more personal reason for him. Mm-hmm. I you know we wish him the best of luck on on that, and like we hope that uh, he you know enjoys his time away. Uh, of course, we'd love to see him back on the screen again in the future, but yes, definitely got to do what's best for you and what's best for your family. Um, so so yeah, that's that's a big bit of news that just came out this weekend.
1: Absolutely, yeah. They're people, too. Um,
0: They have their livelihood to
1: look after and work-life balance to protect. So, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Hard decision to make, but probably the right decision at the end of the day.
0: Right, right. And that wraps it up for news today, um, which means it's time for us to move on to uh, Devin's director's cut. Yes, it is. (laughs) So... We gotta stay on theme,
1: so what we have to do for this segment is it has to be a documentary, comedy, some sort of movie about an athlete or former athlete. And our theme is election day. Money many of you may be wondering, how is election day going to tie in with an athlete? Well, <laughs> luckily for you folks, the former WWE wrestler Kane or Known as Glenn Jacobs, his real name um, is now a politician. (laughs) He is the mayor of Knox County in Tennessee since 2018. So. That may be a surprise for some people. I knew about it. Good I was for him. certainly surprised by the news. <laughs> it's
0: funny because Kane is like one of those like evil wrestler guys. Absolutely, yeah. So it's perfect for a politician. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> intimidation factor.
1: No, but um, yeah, we're gonna get a little bit, or mostly, eh, a little bit of fifty-fifty, but a little bit into um the wrestling days, a little bit into the current days. Um, Gonna leave a, I guess, a little gap in there, but we're gonna highlight some pretty important stuff going on in WWE, and then some pretty important stuff going on um, for elections and for being the mayor. Yeah. So um, let's get started with the main character. So okay. we have Glenn Thomas Jacobs, AKA Kane for WWE. So he's had different uh presences in wwe he's worn like a mask um with a bodysuit. he's also just gone out um with just a mask and then also just as himself um but we're doing some earlier days so i think we're gonna have him dressed up um in some of his attire wears like kind of a horror theme and uh death theme and we'll get into some other wrestlers later on but i don't know if you want to maybe just cast one person and then we'll when it's wwe stuff maybe have a stunt double or something but yeah i'm sure uh, we could do stunt doubles <laughs> for sure we're gonna um, have to but something s- like this still um want to point out that uh, a very tall guy so he's seven feet tall He's a white male and uh, currently 55. So that's more, when we're getting into him being a politician, that's more relevant. Um, again, may have a stunt double for some stuff taking place in the past. Um, or if he's just in a mask and stuff, um, he's kind of always kept fit. So we could kind of, well, we'll leave that up to you. Yeah. <laughs> your best. I don't know if we necessarily need to cast uh, two people. Um, for the other wrestlers, we're going to focus just on what was taking place in the past. So it uh, gives you a better idea there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard because there's not a lot of famous <laughs> or bigger actors that are that tall. That's very like tall. seven feet tall. I mean, the tallest actor I know of um, was the guy who played the giant in uh, Big Fish. Okay. It was a Tim Burton movie. Uh, and he he was like over seven foot tall. Okay. Like looking at this right here, he was seven foot six. Oh my which is goodness, crazy! But then also on this list, um, there's an actor from a movie called My Giant, and he was seven foot seven. So like, it happens. You know, there are taller actors, but I think we're gonna need a little more leeway here because, um, we need someone who can play the role. Yeah. You, know, you can't agreed. just cast a tall person and be like, here you go, go do it especially um, not for the main character yeah. agreed there are yes. some some places where that may work but yeah this is the main character we're talking about
1: and then also somebody that's strong as well in, right you know a, a big stature just overall if it helps um some other people's heights uh we will be doing another wrestler who's six foot ten also tall also um, tall. but then someone is six foot two and then someone else, a manager that we'll get to, is only five foot ten. So I could see if people are kind of um, close in height to uh, – like you can see that they're relative in height to this one wrestler but still significantly taller than another right. one. Um, I assume that this person is going to be significantly taller than politicians when we get to that right. um, part. Um, so as long as they're kind of towering over someone – Uh, I think we've talked about this. No one's going to really be busting out a ruler Mm, and saying they're one or two inches shorter. Um, So as long as they kind of have that stature of this is a person that's significantly taller than another person. Well, also, Um, there's
0: a lot of ways with practical effects you can make someone look taller. I mean, whether it's just giving them platform shoes or yeah, um, there, there are other ways that we can make them look taller when we need to. Uh, through angles as well
1: yeah camera angles i could have so yeah.
0: yeah i i guess height isn't too much of a problem as long as it's not too big of a difference uh so if it was like two feet difference then yeah that'd be a, i'm not gonna cast a five foot tall person as this All right. role, but um i am gonna cast someone just a a wee bit shorter still over okay. six foot though cool. um since we already talked about him today and since he's kind of in the limelight with his uh return to film Let's go with Brendan Fraser. All right. Uh, Brendan Fraser acted in a bunch of action movies, so he has, uh, and I believe he did his own stunts for some of those. All right. Um, so he he has some of that experience. While he's older now and probably can't do those stunts again, yeah, we can bring in that stunt, man. I think this is more important for the more dramatic scenes. Yeah. So um, Kane's
1: currently 55, so I think we're, we're the avenue you're going down works. Right, backwards. yeah. He's yep. like,
0: because then when we jump forward, we just, you know, no mask or like less, less makeup and everything and let him, let him look a little bit older. We're going to have yep. to dye his hair though. <laughs> um, that's for sure. And do something else with his hair. All right, but that can be done. Uh, I think the route we're going to go with this because WWE is one of those ridiculous overdramatic uh, sort of events. We're probably going to go a little comedic here, like over dramatic comedic where right. it's, it's less satirical. Like last, last month, it's more like this is like they're trying to act serious but at the same time like it's funny you know what I'm yep. saying so it's it's gonna be a, a dramatic comedy <laughs> all right yeah so Brendan Fraser is Kane All right I like
1: it um so Kane established himself and his character in WWE in 1997 um, him like many other wrestlers that eventually found their way to WWE were in other leagues beforehand. So there's uh, cool documentaries you can see about each individual wrestler or WWE wrestlers as a whole and find out about independent um, circuits, um, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, uh, United States Wrestling Association. Those are some things that uh, Kane was in. Uh, Many other wrestlers uh, were in different kind of leagues. And circuits and things before establishing themselves in WWE. But we find ourselves in 1997. Um, Again, we have a horror themed personification, um, fire, you know, kind of evil, kind of aesthetic. And then. This is
0: perfect for election (laughs) night, man. You picked the the best one to go. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, And then we have his. Uh, younger half brother, um, for the character's sake, uh, for WWE, uh, we have the Undertaker. Um. So the
0: Undertaker is Kane's half brother,
1: in terms of WWE. Yes, I don't know yeah, the for, lore st- for so storyline that's, that's stuff. To me. I didn't know that they um, had
0: like relations with different people.
1: Yeah, for WWE, they're like these are two giant guys. We want to uh, give them both like evil characters and stuff because it's up to them a little bit but then it's also up to wwe management what they think is going to sell um they kind of also have a role in coming up with the characters as well so um i'll give a little bit of background in undertaker as well for a long time um he was just kind of like this red-haired wrestler so kind of like everyone calling him a ginger and stuff and he kind of had um this biker theme going on and then they finally came up with the undertaker so kind of this like
0: death um scary uh dark yeah, like character eyeliner and like uh the black fedora right yes
1: he would come in um just walk slowly um his entry um song would just be a bell uh tolling you know ringing yeah. ding ding um just smoke he'd be walking slowly in he'd roll his eyes in the back of his head where you can only see the white oh, gross. <laughs> um <laughs> just yeah scary intimidation factors but we do have uh that guy we have uh the undertaker who is six foot ten and he is white and currently 57 but if we're doing the early 19 if we're doing like uh late 90s and early 2000s then obviously tack those years off. Right. Um, okay. I'll well, give you, I guess, see. just some wiggle room. Yeah.
0: Looking at the Undertaker before, so now mm-hmm. where he's right now, and he has the bushy goatee. Uh-huh.
1: Again, uh huh. Again, still before... like keeping fit and stuff. because um, a lot of these guys, because they make good money and and they enjoy what they're doing. They're like acting. It's drama. Uh, but it's also wrestling and putting their body on the line as well. But a lot of them wrestle for a long time. Like you see guys in their 50s and still uh, wrestling in WWE, AEW, um, etc. Um, sometimes, again, they have more of like the acting uh, role in it. Um, maybe some move to management. But you've definitely seen guys uh, in their late 40s, early 50s, or even later uh, do some matches. Uh, so they all still keep fit. So if you... Um, cast an older guy or a younger guy again I just wanted to give you some wiggle room there
0: okay I think I think I know the right he's he's similar in age and actually similar in height he's he's also a little bit shorter but uh, he should do just fine um I think for this one we're gonna go with Vince Vaughn okay just based on looks alone they kind of have like similar sorta I mean, just imagine him, but with the the long hair of yeah. The Undertaker. Um, I think that Vince Vaughn has that comedic timing, that <laughs> sort of bit, to where he can be overdramatic in a character, and I'd love to see that from him. So I think that like if he's being that overdramatic, like, I'm The Undertaker, I'm super tough, and blah, 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 I think that, that could be fun for him. Yeah. Um, I so yeah, I, I think... Vince Vaughn will be our, our undertaker for this film. All right. I like it so far.
1: Um, so next moving on into that time period that we're still in. Um, so they had those characters as half brothers. Um, and then they were eventually, you know, a tag team of sorts, but there's different managers within wrestling. They manage a few wrestlers, um, So, one that we had managing uh, these two at a period in time in WWE um, was William Alvin Moody, or as he was known as, Paul Bearer. So, again, he was a WWE manager and a funeral director was kind of his character and the theme they went with um, for these kind of storylines. So, he was 5 foot 10, white, and he passed away at the age of 58. Um, Yet again, we're doing this early 90s, uh, or sorry, late 90s, early 2000s. So um, tack those years off. And again, this is a character that was um, wearing makeup and kind of having a darker theme. So looks can kind of be relative as long as someone's wearing makeup i guess is what i'm going for
0: okay so yeah looking at uh paul bearer was his character yeah. yes um looking at the images of him in character he just seems like a lot of energy and pretty ridiculous (laughs) yeah so uh that's that's good we need someone who could play that kind of ridiculousness yeah, um, high pitched voice and stuff for certain scenes. I think, yeah, yeah I think for this, um, just for for the route we're going with the more comedic aspect, I think we're gonna gender bend this one. Okay, and we're gonna throw in Melissa McCarthy, all right, as as this character. Melissa okay. McCarthy's got like a lot of energy. She could play these kooky characters, yeah, um, and and she's she's really funny. So I think that um, she'd she'd be able to hop into the character. We'll give her a fake mustache. All right, and uh, uh, maybe the the tux and some other prosthetics, and we'll be able to have her play the role, uh, and that'll add to the comedic effect of the movie, um, the the dramatic acting that WWE stars do. I think that she she'd be able to fill that in pretty well. Yeah, I was not expecting that, but I also <laughs> like now,
1: now that I've had a chance to hear about it, I I, I fully agree. Yeah, this is a dramatic character like high-pitched, kind of whining voice at times, like, oh, no, uh, kind of thing, Um, just because there are some things that went wrong, maybe like a a Buried Alive thing that went wrong. Um, All kinds of crazy stuff at the time with skits and other things. But um, moving forward in time a little bit, we have a very important match. Um, Sorry, I lost my place. Let me pull that back up um so in again this same time period um there's matches all the time um and then there's annual events there's uh ways to win championships um there's also the kind of merge and also the feud of wwe and wwf at the time yeah um but there's like yeah there's pay-per-view events where uh, these wrestlers can win uh, championships and stuff. So the most significant one in Kane's career, I would say, is him defeating Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, for the WWF Championship um, in the first his first uh, pay per view and the main event. Uh, so he won that championship and King of the Ring that was in 1998. Oh, okay. so, so two uh,
0: years after stone cold one his right yeah yeah. okay cool Uh cool
1: um so stone cold steve austin is six foot two and white and i have his age currently uh at 57 um so again do some math here and again it can kind of be ballpark um because since we're doing kind of a flashback and then fast forward um it's kind of, we're kinda of just gonna make it blur into one. Like that's just a time period, uh, him in his wrestling days and then kinda of fast forward and now him in his politician days. Um, so it's just gonna be
0: a couple year sequence and stuff, so age again. Yeah, maybe it's one of those things where like you see him doing certain like political things and then it'll be like <laughs> a flashback. You it'll you'll hear like that whooshing sound and it, like brings you to the, yeah. the ring. <laughs> yeah. Like- bashing someone with a chair <laughs> yeah yeah we could
1: definitely it does not have to be in chronological order it could be one of those things where it's all out of order and you got to piece it together and yeah stuff. yeah um <laughs> uh that could add a lot of
0: uh comedic value and yeah. dramatic value yeah so uh again yeah we'll take it to the lens that we're filming it in a dramatic way but it's definitely going to be more comedic just because of the wwe aspects the stars are going to have to act Pretty ridiculous for this stuff. Agreed. Um, so for Stone Cold Steve Austin, we need someone who can be gritty and maybe more of the villain in this, because yes. like his, his goal was to beat him, and like he's supposed to be the hero of the movie, you know. So yes. So Stone Cold Steve Austin would have to be some sort of villain, and I think the the actor that plays a lot of villains or more gritty and like strong dude, tough guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Jason Statham. Okay. Uh, who he's he's acted in a, a few different films, uh, like Fast and Furious and and such, where he has to be this tough guy. Um, so I think if we throw him in that role, that'll be pretty good. He's also bald, so that works for Steve <laughs> Austin. Um, and and he's he's tougher. He does have you know the physique to pull off Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, so yeah, let's have Jason Statham throw in, and just because of his grittiness, he's gonna play him way more dramatic than he needs to for Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think that'll be fun.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree. I wasn't sure... uh, We did it last time, but I kind of egged you on. I wasn't sure... You could have had Stone Cold Steve Austin play himself. He's been in a number of movies and TV shows. Probably right now, the most popular thing is the Tide commercial with Ice-T. Oh, my goodness. uh, Rapper and uh, also in a rock band. Um, But you chose a good actor yeah there. i yeah mm-hmm. i
0: think i'd rather cast him as an actor for this one just because of how ridiculous it is for peyton manning you know that's fine we'll let him <laughs> do because it, it's it's funny but for for this i think it'd be funnier if someone else played him in a more dramatic way
1: yeah um so we stated in the beginning that we don't want to delve so far into politics with this theme so of course we're going to leave uh policies and just other things uh, for that county Um, out of it. That's for the voters there to decide. Um, But it's been decided. Uh, We'll go into two elections. So he ran as a Republican candidate. Um, First, we're going to do 2018. Um, I was not able to find too much information on his opponent, unfortunately. But we have uh, Linda Haney who is a Democratic candidate. And again, this was in 2018. Uh, H-A-N-E-Y. Sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. And this is in Tennessee, right? Tennessee, yes. Uh, Knox County, I want to say. So yeah, if you type in that information, you'll be able to find what I was able to find, at least some pictures and stuff for casting, um. Again, wasn't able to find like a definite age. Um, some other information, but I am assuming. Um, I don't know if there's like pictures of them. Yeah, I find I see uh, some together or some anything pictures
0: here. Yeah, I mean she's got graying I, hair, or no, all gray hair. Um, she's she's older. Here's a picture. Okay, of them side by side.
1: I just am going to assume that she's. A That's lot shorter different. than he is. Yeah, she's probably a lot <laughs> shorter. So we um, need someone. Again, hmm, don't know exactly. But, um, a lot of that stuff for this, like you said, uh, based on camera angles and some other things that we're able to do, um, kind of relative. Again, it's um, for mayor. It's not exactly like a presidential um, election. So I don't know how often they're doing debates uh, in this county, like hosting um, events where they're like both standing at a a podium and stuff. Um, Might just be like he's doing um, some campaigning, she's doing campaigning, seeing it separately, kind of they're both at their own events, seeing what the results are. Um, Again, if if they do happen to be in the same place at the same time, um, I'm sure that's... A detail people might gloss over. Right, we need something,
0: someone old, <laughs> like really old. For okay, this, this is hard because, um, like, most of the ones that I know are are like they're older, but they're not frail old little uh, old ladies. Like, oh, <laughs> but no offense, but like, yes, I didn't know it. I'm I didn't know either. Here.
1: Yeah, I mostly, I knew of the wrestlers anyway, and the manager. Um, I just did not dive that deep into who the other politicians were. Just just the name. Uh, Try to find some other information and could not find too much of it out. Obviously, for athletes, even coaches and managers and stuff, it's pretty easy to find heights. Athletes, that's a measurement that they do their height and their weight. Um, it's just for positions that they play and stuff, something that uh, people like to know. Um, and then obviously, coaches and managers stand next to
0: these players, so um, that's something that people also want to know. Um, um, okay, so let's go with um, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is uh, an an older actor. Uh, she was she played the queen in the Queen. All right, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, she did play the Queen and the Queen. Good. Um, most recently she has been in a couple T V series. Uh she was in Fast and Furious as well, All so right. her so, and Jason will will know each other. Yeah, good chemistry on the set. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is good. <laughs> um, so yeah, she she seems like she could play one of those more like um um you know, serious characters, but Probably can also bring some humor into it, too. Um, So, yeah, we'll have her play... um, What is her name? Laney? Linda. Linda. Linda Linda Haney. (laughs) Yes. Combined it. Laney.
1: Yeah, that's probably her nickname, right? I don't know. (laughs) Um, And then we're going to have one last politician. Let me just make sure I do have this uh, last name spelled correctly, so it's easy for you to find. Yep, that is it. So, we have... Another election taking place where our star of the movie, um, Glenn Jacobs, does get the deciding votes he needs in order to be mayor yet again. So this was the election in 2022, um, ran as a Republican again. The Democratic opponent was Debbie Helsley. So... H E L S L E Y. Sorry if I mispronounce
0: that. Uh, Debbie Hell Helsley. Ah. Are you sure this isn't just the same person? <laughs> um, she kind of looks just like uh, Linda. Maybe honest. Linda changed her name. Maybe she, she thought that <laughs> she would increase her odds.
1: That helped her get more votes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's also an older woman uh let's see do 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 um this is <laughs> you're making it hard on me man sorry again I, I tried to find some information
1: couldn't find too much about um these opponents for example not that it's the best source but you can kind of go down a rabbit hole on wikipedia um like i can uh, go to kane's thing and then f- click on the undertaker click on the paul and uh easily kind of go down the rabbit hole of different people now i know their ages heights and some of these other things um these two uh opponents of his did not have pages um and then you kind of got to search in order to find information that may not be relevant in terms of if you're voting like i could find um some of their political stances um, But that's not what we're doing, again, for this segment or for this movie. Um, Things like their age and height (laughs) isn't going to be, like, some of the first hits, unfortunately. Right. Uh, But you do have a few pictures, again, that's more of, like, uh, headshots and things um, for their campaign.
0: Right, right. Okay, so we need someone a bit older again. Um, I think think for this one to get us some more star power in here let's go with glenn close glenn close is a famous actor uh played cruella de vil in the live action dalmatians movies um she's also been more recently in guardians of the galaxy and um other pretty big films um so yeah she's got a lot of pull there so let's throw her in as that role. I think that she she would play it pretty well. Um, she is older, <laughs> <laughs> so we won't have to do too much with prosthetics. Okay. Um, and she can play both serious and more ridiculous roles. So like we could bring in some of the humor through that too. Yes. Yeah. Especially for our segment and our style of the show. Again,
1: we wanted it to be about the athletes and about the fact that these are political figures but we don't want to get into any sort of policies or anything like that so i assume our movie would be pretty much the same yeah it's like a
0: more comedic biopic with like aspects of drama in it but Um, like overacted
1: (laughs) i mean for some of the shows uh movies that we've mentioned um I've done mostly comedies and stuff, um, but yeah, that's kind of, like they, they they find a way in order to have it be a revolving topic, but not have it be like if I think uh, this in terms of politics and they say this, like I'm no longer gonna watch. Like they don't um, they don't get into that to where it's just like leaning which way or the other. It's just something that is revolving, but they find ways to make it humorous or make it entertaining. Right. I mean, we're gonna do the same, folks. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but that's that's what I got. That's the characters, and that's the movie.
0: That's the story. Excellent. <laughs> All right, so we got our story. You know, the rise of Kane into yes. the political sphere. Yeah. Um, starring Brendan Fraser, Vince Vaughn, Melissa McCarthy, Jason Statham, Helen Mirren, and Glenn Close. Uh, so that'll be. <laughs> that'll be
1: slated for theaters in 2024 2024 <laughs> yeah
0: i think that gives us enough time to do it yeah let me, let me call him right now i'll shoot him a text yeah be like hey glenn do you want to do, do this movie
1: <laughs> hey i i think he would that's just me but
0: i think yeah i think she would
1: and she yeah uh. I, I think we're onto something i yeah i think everybody involved that's what i meant yeah yeah everyone involved would like sign me you know where do i sign sign? me up
0: (laughs) we'll do it right now yep (laughs) all right and that wraps up our devin's director's cut this week this month uh and also pretty much wraps up our uh election day theme for the month i know we have one more show left of november uh since we have an extra week this time some Mm -hmm. sometimes it just so happens that we do get an extra episode in because there's five weeks of the month versus the four um so this is one of those months and we are going to do a special um special segment just for those months so those months where we have the extra week we want to do a special segment something that like we might not necessarily be able to do every single month maybe something inspired by those months Uh, But something that can still stand on its own, that it's okay that we have gaps between. Um, So we decided that for this, we're going to use it as sort of an introduction into next month's theme. So we are going to, next week's episode, we'll start off the theme. Um, Our next month's theme is Winter Wonderland, following with the uh, holiday season and with just the season that we're in. Uh, winter wonderland will consist of characters from holiday movies or from winter movies or Mm. from your more seasonal um tv shows or episodes so it'll be a lot of different uh characters to pull from for this one Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh devin you want to tell us about the bit for next week
1: yeah folks so treat this as a bonus episode uh something again that isn't going to be a common occurrence it's not like every month we have five episodes um so we're going to be doing two different segments but similar um to not keep you guys on your toes too much we're going to be doing first fantasy fight night so we're going to be coming up with ufc cards uh with the characters from movies and T V shows as always and we'll kinda of be providing commentary on the different fighters in the different weight classes and stuff as we go and kinda of deem which one we think would be winner um the day of. So not make you folks wait a week for the results for a vote. Uh kinda of provide commentary and come to a judgment uh as they do the night of um yeah, for
0: so fights. Fantasy fantasy no, fantasy fight night, not fantasy fantasy. So there's there's only one fantasy this time. Yes. Fantasy fight night, uh, we'll be analyzing it in the moment. Um, so no voting for this one. It's just really figuring out what we can bring to the table so that our player, our player wins the card.
1: Yep. And then uh, we were discussing last week. We kind of do this every month. So if this two truths and one lie ends in a tie, which is a possibility. We will do the tie-breaking, Two Truths and One Lie. If we are able to crown a winner today, we're going to do, again, something similar yet different. We are going to do one of these is not like the other. Uh, you may have seen that on uh, Sesame Street. Sesame Street? <laughs> um, but you may have seen it in uh, other shows or movies or games uh, being played. But we're basically going to name four things. We're going to do it... Uh, in terms like an uh, organization, let's just say. So I'm going to name a sport, and then I'm going to name positions, and then one of them is not actually a position. The rest are. And then Wes, for example, could do a film set, uh, personnel on the film set, uh, and then one of them is not actually a position uh, that somebody holds on a film set. Yeah. Uh, so kind of a more constructive theme Uh, that we're placing for ourselves uh, because Two Truths and a Lie can be just anything that we can think of.
0: This is going to be a little more... um, Categories. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it it could be easier in some some ways, but we'll see. Well, we'll see uh, how this goes to see if that ends up getting played. So uh, moving along to Two Truths, One Lie. Let's get to it. Why don't you go first? Me go first? Okay. All right. Which actor... Did not start out as an extra. Extra, okay. For their acting career. Yeah, as an extra. That means like an unnamed character. Yeah. Uh, So it could be like customer number four, (laughs) stormtrooper number 67. I've seen some
1: of that in the credits. uh, Exactly,
0: exactly. And there are some big name actors who actually did start out as extra roles. Like you look on their IMDb page and, uh, for example, I'm not using him this week, but Tim Allen... Started out as like a baggage clerk was his first role in okay. something before he uh, acted in the Santa Claus. Now, these actors might have had some experience in like theatrical roles, like on stage or as uh, comedians. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to film, their first credits film-wise, um, their uh, roles were unnamed. Got okay? it. Let's see what you get. So... Which actor did not start out as an extra? Sylvester Stallone, Julia Roberts, or Jordan Peele? Hmm. So,
1: you gave me a disclaimer. You said that they, maybe they were doing comedy, and maybe they are doing some other things in theater. Um, right. So, I'm going to rule... We're talking
0: film credits only. Yeah,
1: so I'm going to rule out uh, Jordan Peele, just because of your disclaimer. Maybe you gave me some context clues... You said Sylvester Stallone and Julia Roberts, right? Yeah, we're talking like they started.
0: They did not start out as an extra.
1: Okay, um, I know a little bit also about Sylvester Stallone. I know that he wrote Rocky and um, chose for himself to be in it. Um I kind of know before that, or maybe I'm remember this incorrectly, but um, he's kind of like taking whatever role he could get and kind of was maybe, looking like maybe that was the end there before riding rocky and then getting catapulted into that role and limelight so right. um also ruling him out so i'm gonna choose julia
0: roberts julia roberts did yeah. not start out as an extra i do not think that is correct oh julia wow. roberts did not start out her first <laughs> role was a named role um i mean it might have been a smaller named role but it was a named role uh, Jordan Peele's first acting credit, if you look on his IMDb page, is as a gangster in Weird Al's <laughs> "White and Nerdy" music video. Oh, nice! And uh, Sylvester Stallone, his first credit, I don't believe was named, uh, and his other film credits were also like more at the beginning. It was like Party Guy number three or something like that. Um, but he does have, and this was this was a rough one. I had to make a decision here. He does have a credit. His second credit on IMDb uh, is named. It's named Stud. Stud. Um, But it's not your more uh, public film. It is rated X. Oh. Because of nudity. Oh. uh, And all that. So it. I decided not to count it because that wouldn't be one of those types of movies that you'd see in theaters and stuff. That's one of those like. It's on the the shelf in the back room. You're not allowed to go in at Family Video. Nope, you know? <laughs> no box.
1: Yeah, no box. Um, view or yeah. Um, I I understand. Yeah, right, okay. right. So yeah.
0: I didn't count that one. I mean, as the first film though on IMDb, I don't think he had a named character. So, um, or it was like a film project or something. So whatever. I I his first actual like Hollywood films were were unnamed characters. So he. I would count it as an extra. Julia Roberts did start, though, as a named character. So, All right. Uh, you were correct. So what's that put you at?
1: That puts me at 3-1. and one. I believe Dang. that makes it unreachable. Uh, I would have had to lose, and you would have had to win. Uh, a tie.
0: Well, still give 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 me yours. Of course. Well, let's see. I just... Uh, see if I can
1: lose by 2 or lose by 1. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's keeping score? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, veganism as a diet and also as a lifestyle is um, picking up in popularity for sure um, it's also picking up in popularity um, in terms of training and for athletes um, yeah. in many different sports um, but for this one I'm gonna focus on the NFL so I'm going to uh, name three athletes two of them are actually vegan and one is not Um You have to figure out which one of these is not. Okay. Um, So, first, I have Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Second, I have Tyron Matthew, uh, oh, sorry, uh, safety for the New Orleans Saints. And then I am going to do former and current players uh, as well. Sorry. So, I have former Carolina Panthers quarterback and current free agent Cam Newton. So, he's not officially retired, but he's not on a team right now.
0: Um, okay.
1: So I mix and match some of my context. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I was really hoping you'd say Justin Fields, because I know that one. (laughs) I couldn't.
1: He's done Chipotle Um, ads, and he's done uh, Dunkin' Donuts ads um, uh, that may just be based on our market area. I haven't seen him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done the Chipotle uh, with sofritas uh, in the order, and then he's done the Dunkin' Donuts, the uh, avocado toasts.
0: Um, Yeah, that avocado toast is way too expensive. Um, Okay, so it's, you said Cam Newton? Yes,
1: yeah, Cam Newton, Tyron Matthew, and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. These are all their teams and their positions. I want to say
0: Cam Newton is a vegan. Okay. Because I've heard that name before. All right. Um, Uh... Ty- Tyron Matthews?
1: Yes, who we've actually talked about on this show once before when I did uh, nicknames. <laughs> what was his nickname? Honey Badger.
0: Honey Badgers are not. Uh, I, I want to say Honey Badgers are carnivorous. Oh. Or, or, <laughs> or so maybe that... omnivorous. Yeah. Still <sighs> not vegan, yeah. Yeah. This is rough. Um, let's go with Tyron Matthews. Okay, unfortunately, for you, he is a vegan. Dang it. Justin Jefferson is Justin. not. yeah um, you pulled in the Justin because you thought I was gonna go for the Justin. Yeah, Justin. Oh, I, just I knew it. You were
1: right. Uh, Justin Fields is in fact a vegan, so I did have to get another Justin. I also had to do someone I'm sure I, I can't think of what he's in right now, but I know he's in some advertisements. Um, I mean he's, he's a really great player. Um, probably on pace um, to have top five receiving yards. I'd say he would finish number one, but that's looking like Tyreek Hill by a landslide, um, but could be definitely top five amongst uh, Stefan Diggs and a uh, couple other ones. So great athlete, um, and, but so is Tyron Matthew, and so is um, Justin, Jeff- or, sorry, uh, Justin Fields, as we've mentioned. Cam Newton, uh, former MVP. Um,
0: is a vegan, though. I was right yes, about that. Yeah.
1: I also wanted to maybe throw um, Jameis Winston in here. Um, I, I could have done just like all quarterbacks. I could have done could've. Cam Newton, Justin yeah. Fields, Jameis Winston, but I had a feeling you knew about uh, Justin Fields because of some of the ads. So we ha- now have you at one and three, and we have myself at three and one. So I guess
0: we're doing one of these things is not like the other next week. Yes, we are. Uh, Devin has won this month. <laughs> you have won election day, so yes, take I was your victory. Elected the winner. Awesome. <laughs> by Elected default by winning. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> so right, that folks. wraps us up. I guess we'll see you again next week. We are going to be starting our new theme next week. So we're done with election day now. Uh, this episode concludes that. Uh, so yeah, our next. Uh, theme winter wonderland be sure to join us for that also check us out on social media you can find me on twitter at w or on my website wskimmilk.com devin you can
1: find me on twitter as well devinlang lang 32 for nfl and fantasy football analysis also, be sure to check out Shoot Your Shot Sports for some sports commentary, whether it be Chicago or All Sports, uh, college on there as well, um, and then some other blogs, uh, some comedy. Um, be sure to also check out the YouTube um, for comedy, sports, and maybe even uh, some cooking lists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got a little bit of everything. To yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so we'll see you next time. All right, see you. Bye. <laughs> if It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Shoot Your Shot Sports, and more. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.